Everything's running smoothly. Yo, yo, yo! My name's Hartzell. That's Kitty. This right here. This. It's your KC Morning Show. What is going on, Kitty? Happy frickin' Monday. How you doing? How you living? You look uh, you look a little nervous. What's up? Start class is back up today. Today's the day, huh? Yep. I can I, tell uh, something's going on. I can tell there's a little bit of extra... Uh, yeah, it's fear in my eyes. What are you afraid of? You're real smart and stuff. It hits you fast when you when you don't get a break. I feel so bad for you, Kitty. I'm sorry. You didn't get a break. It's not fair. I just, None of this is, by the way. It's not. I'm already preparing. They're going to be like, how was your break? And I'll be like, I had COVID. And then the silence, and then like, okay, next. How many classes you got? Four. Four, okay. Yeah. How, many, how many today? Two. Oh, you're fine. And I already had both of these teachers actually last semester, which is why I took them, because I was like, duh, I did well in their courses. It's virtual, <laughs> and you showed up to class, so they like you. That's the point. It's virtual. I just, I don't know. Like, I'm not ready to be back on Zoom. That's all right, Kitty. You'll be fine. Second semester, going to be same as it ever was. What was that GPA? Let these folks know how smart your girl is. It was a 3.5. There she is. Yes. You want to do a weather dealio, kitty? It's freaking cold. It's chilly outside. Go get a bowl. Your weather dealio on this Monday. Happy Monday, Casey. A good day to be a Kansas City. And 45 degrees, sunny and 45. Gonna be a little bit warmer. A warm streak. Yep. Kitty, what's that championship UV index on this? Your best local podcast in Kansas City. Is it a one? Oh, Kitty, come on now. Which, I swear. I swear. Now. If you say it's a two. You know what it is. Is it? It's a two. Damn. Two out of ten. And then tonight, going to be clear skies, 29. Kitty, it's a zero out of ten, if that makes you feel. Of course. Yeah, no no sunlight at night. Mm. So I've been so I've been told. That right there, your weather dealio on your KC morning show. Tomorrow, sunny and 53. Ooh. Wow. Conditions are ideal, Kitty. Break out the lightweight coat. Let's not get crazy now. Let's not. Yeah, I've already been sick. Do you feel invincible, though, Kitty? Yep. Remember I was telling you that feeling? You do? Yep. 45 is we've, we've, we've kind of tuned him out. But he said something after he got COVID about how he felt like a superstar. He felt like Superman. Those antibodies are running wild. All over Kitty's body. Yeah, I might not have my smell or taste back yet still. <laughs> I saw a friend in passing and I went to put my mask on and then I thought, no, you should be afraid of me. Oh, Jesus Christ. I got the antibodies. What are you doing? Here she goes. Your stuff is en route, courtesy of Charlie Hustle. Oh. That new gear is on the way. KCMS20. That is your promo code for this show. Get your 20% off at Charlie Hustle in yeah. store and or online. Amazing. You're going to dig this stuff, too. I can't wait. I'm Think- a sucker for a long sleeve. Yeah. It's just the versatility of a long sleeve. It's so versatile. It doesn't get much better than that. So today, since Katie's got to go to class, and I'm sure I got something I could be doing. Sure. Since I knew it was going to be a shorter show, I knew that we might be we might be a little devoid on content. Don't do it to me. And, and dysfunction. You know what you need? I know. You need structure. Mm. You need order. You need things written Law down. and order. And a list. You know what? You know what? You just made the list. The List of Hartzell. You just made the list! My list. And as we're getting back to work, trying to put the pieces back together of what this thing is called life, Kitty's back to work. I'm back to work. I was uh, had my first on-air shift over at KCUR this weekend. Thank you, Kansas City. You're so gentle, because I'm not very good yet. <laughs> But I'll get there. So what are some of those subtle red flags, Kitty, when interviewing for a job? Are you curious? You want to hear? Yes. Number five. 
We're a family. That is a code for saying we don't pay you. We do this together. When we fail, we fail together. My worst jobs have been from people that said we were like family. Mm-hmm. Number four, we don't like to watch the clock and we don't want people who are just here for a paycheck. What else do you think I'm here for? Mm. If given the option of either doing something or doing nothing, I will take doing nothing every time. Yep. Don't want people here for a paycheck. Well, guess what? I don't want your attitude. Number three, there are a lot of people who'd love to work here, so you know you should feel pretty lucky. I should feel lucky for the privilege of this indentured servitude? Uh Uh-uh. No, thank you, sir. I've heard that one a bunch, especially (laughs) in radio. Not salty about it. Not at all. Nope. Not at all. Number two, Kitty. What clients can you bring with you? Who's to say that you deserve my people? True. Also, who's to say I got anybody? I'm a fake it till you make it guy, so if anyone actually ever called me out like on any of my bluffs, uh, that would uh, that would be the end of me. They're trying to squeeze more out of us, Kitty. Yeah. What, whatever happened just to us? Aren't we enough? Am I not the dog catcher you were promised? And number one, when they say this, just turn around and go. Overtime isn't mandatory, but most folks stick around after hours most days. Nope. Nope. You will pay me for the privilege and the pleasure of my time. I'm definitely the type that, like, I will be there when the shift starts and when it is over. Mm -hmm. I will leave. Trying to get that money, get that bread. I feel you. We got this. But just know, as we are trying to find new jobs, you're still worth it. Like, don't take something that's not for you. Does that make sense? I just want everybody to know that in these crazy new normals, whatever, don't forget that you're important. If something doesn't feel right, it's okay to wait and do something else. You're good people, Kansas City. Don't forget that. Anyway, that's your list of Hartzell. That somehow became a weird soapbox of Hartzell. I'm up late, but if I see I have an email or a message or anything from a boss or future prospect job, no, man. What? No. I used to like getting the late emails because it made me feel important. I was like, ooh, I feel like I'm wheeling and dealing. I'm amazed at how quick that went away. Like now it's to the point where if I'm home, I don't even care what time it is. If I get home early, if I get home like at noon, yeah, I'm done for the day. Yeah. Don't talk to me. When I see important emails that are marked after 10 p.m., I'm like, what? You know, they have those automated messages for, you know, vacations and Mm -hmm. stuff. I just want one that says, yo, I'm at home. (laughs) I'm at home. This is my time. It's my time. Kitty, shall we do an abbreviated news? Yes. Something, something, news, something? Mm-hmm. Monday, January 11th. Let's do the news. In other news, this city needs its news. News team, assemble! Mm. Let's go, let's go! My name's Hartzell, that's Kitty. This right, Chia, this is a news break. Take a load off your feet with the news said no one ever you know what i'm about to say you already know where i'm going with this yeah i mean how many weeks has it been a few have you even wrapped in the new year no, no. that explains everything to be honest with you because i had high hopes for this year and it's just started off with a real and it's my fault this might be your fault it's my fault really you got like i don't know a bar or two like on the fly can you give these people something listen if you don't give us something now i'm afraid what else is going to happen in the news i fear for this country if we don't get that freestyle we deserve <laughs> do i see wheels turning right now do i see you putting something together miss kitty do you want me to count you in sure kitty let's go a five six seven let's go kitty in the year of 2021 let's set a new precedent for just two freaking days let mike be the real president oh. COVID. <laughs> 
According to CDC data, more than 58,000 people in Kansas have now gotten the first dose of a coronavirus vaccine. The state has received nearly 200,000 doses. More than 140,000 people in Missouri have gotten their first dose. The state has received more than 406,000 doses. Looks like, Kitty, on Friday, the KC Public Library, they closed the Plaza branch. Staff member tested positive, mm. so they're going to reopen. Uh, once the library can complete contact tracing, TB. A-T-B-D, Mid-Continent Library and Lee Summit. That's my old hood. They're also temporarily closed because of COVID-19. In the background of everything is uh, is COVID. No matter how much the world is burning, we got mutiny and mayhem, but COVID's still undefeated. So y'all, wear your mask, please. Please wear your mask and get vaxxed. We have a chance to do something great, like, you know, beating this thing. According to the CDC, more than 6 million people have received at least their first COVID-19 vaccine. That means, though, fewer than 28% of the vaccines available have been administered. 22 million doses have been distributed. Officials with Operation Warp Speed had promised to distribute 40 million doses by the end of December, with 20 million people getting vaccinated. The director of the health department here told me that she's not getting, uh, you know, timely messaging and consistent messaging from the state. For example, I spoke to the director on Friday afternoon and she still didn't know how many doses Kansas was going to send to Wynette County to use today. That sort of thing makes it really difficult to plan. How, how can I plan how much staff I need next week? How can I schedule vaccines for people when I don't know if I'm going to receive 200 or 2000? Let's do this, Kitty, because... We have to, I guess. Report the title of the resolution. House Resolution 21, resolution calling on Vice President Michael R. Pence to convene and mobilize the principal officers of the executive departments of the cabinet to activate Section 4 of the 25th Amendment to declare President Donald J. Trump incapable of executing the duties of his office and to immediately exercise powers as acting president. For what purpose does the gentleman from West Virginia rise? I object. Objection is heard. All eyes are now on Missouri, and we're looking towards Josh Hawley. Dude's got to go. Gotta go. The pressure is building in Missouri and nationwide, demanding Senator Josh Hawley resign. As critics argue, he and other lawmakers helped fuel the riot Wednesday at the nation's capital. I would like a person to lose power when he misuses power. Violence is not how you achieve change. Following the riot, Senator Hawley condemned the actions that interrupted the Electoral College vote debate, but still objected to certify votes for President-elect Joe Biden, claiming election fraud. They're going to have a lot of soul-searching to do, and uh, the, the problem is they were complicit in the big lie. If Senator Hawley doesn't resign, there are two paths lawmakers can pursue to remove him. One is under the 14th Amendment, Section 3, that states no person shall be senator or representative in Congress, shall engage in insurrection or rebellion against the same or give in aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. One of the major challenges is the tensions that exist between freedom of speech and freedom of protest and whether or not Senator Hawley's actions extended beyond the limitations of free speech. It would require a two-thirds vote, as would expulsion under Article 1, Section 5 of the Constitution. Then there's censure, another form of punishment, but would allow him to stay. It's a statement that legally the Senate wants to recognize that they believe that that behavior was wrong. Just facts only. We turned a page, right? I want to say, and I want to believe that we turned a page on Wednesday. Up until Wednesday morning, 45 was still the kingmaker. Dude was probably still going to run for office, and I really believe that something changed. At least I want to believe that something changed, because this is just not us. So much of how we're dealing with Trump is 
in the right here and the right now as it should be. We got to be able to, to walk and chew gum. But 20 years from now, 50 years from now, 100 years from now, when people read over what happened, they're going to read this thing as just sentences. And it's going to say on January 6th, the president incited a riot. And then they're going to read a sentence or two down and see what happened. Did we impeach him? Was he removed by the 25th? Did he resign? They're not going to care about the hours in between. They want to know what happened. And you can't let this go without any type of punishment. And they're going to impeach this man for a second time, which, by the way, has never happened in the history of this country. Keeping it local, Representative Emanuel Cleaver, he had some thoughts on this as well. Missouri Representative Emanuel Cleaver has now joined the effort to impeach President Donald Trump before he leaves office. On Twitter, Cleaver writes, it is clear that the president needs to be removed from office. Unfortunately, the cabinet does not appear to have the will to invoke the 25th Amendment. For that reason, I have signed on to these articles of impeachment. We should begin this process immediately, end quote. So that is where we are. And news is breaking every, what, 30? 45 seconds so it's already old news so huh usa yeah this wild. is america this is america and obviously the huge news over the weekend was you know the president has been banned from twitter president trump fighting for his political legacy as new questions surface over his fitness for office in the final 11 days of his presidency mr trump lost his primary megaphone overnight when twitter permanently shut down his personal account breaking off his connection to nearly 90 million followers they also suspended one used by his campaign parlor going going gone denny matthews voice i'm curious though i mean what are we going to do about home Excuse me, where's the lobby? Down the hall and to the left. Thanks. I just cringe every time I see his dumb face and everyone thinks he's so cool in the 90s. But he's always the bad guy. Like that episode of Fresh Prince, he's an ass. Yeah. That must be him. Now, we're doing the right thing, aren't we? Mr. and Mrs. Donald Trump. Ron said his client had a rich uncle, but uh, Donald Trump... I like keeping a low profile. You want another 50 grand? I cut the grass for you every Saturday. <laughs> Look, folks, before we go too far, I've got something to tell you. Excuse me, but I've got something to tell you first. Thank you for ruining my life. Ashley! What did you do? Everybody's always blaming me for everything. Ashley straight up, like, kicks him in the shin. Ashley Banks... She, she knew. Yeah. Ashley Banks, she'd been known. Oh, and I think about when he was on Sex in the City in like the first season. He was on Sex in the City? I can't remember if his face was actually in it or they just mentioned him or they like talked about him and maybe he didn't show up. But like Ivana, she was there actually. Like they literally like she talks to Carrie and she's like, oh, men are the worst, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and Carrie's like, okay, well, whatever. And I'm like, don't compare Mr. Big to Mr. Little. So you remember all the shortages we had at the beginning of lockdown, the toilet papers and the banana breads and the flour and everything. You remember all that? Yes. We found our new shortage, Kitty. It is skateboards because, any guesses? Is it that no one can recognize Tony Hawk in public? That's a really good guess. No, it's from uh, the Ocean Spray video. Oh, yeah. Um, cranberry juice guy. Cranberry juice guy. Huge spike. And now we're running low on them boards, girl. That, you know, good. Because I think we're finally going back to like that 60s, 70s state of mind. Because at first, it was roller skates. Mm-hmm. No one could find roller skates. Me, I'm sitting at home during the first couple weeks of lockdown. 
I'm like, I got skates. And guess what, Hartzell? I have three skateboards. Your time is now. I'm shining, baby. I bought my niece a little tiny skateboard actually for Christmas. Apparently, she was rolling all up and down the hallways of her home. Oh, damn. We got a protege over here. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's badass. We all knew this was coming and still a bummer. But, you know, let's let's think of this as more of a tribute. You know, this was the final episode for Alex Trebek. Once before I go, I want you to know <laughs> I love it. that I would do it all again. I'm sure I made the same mistake. It's a yellow hammer, not a yellow hammer. <laughs> Please remember, ladies and gentlemen, I do not write the clues. This is family visiting day here at the Jeopardy set. I would do it. You really make me feel inadequate. Sorry about that. Why do I even set them up for these things? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Until next time on Jeopardy, Alex Trebek. So long. So long, everybody. So long, everyone. So long. So long, everybody. So long. So long. So long. Did you catch any of the games yesterday, Kitty, in the football games? I saw Cleveland kicking butt for no reason. There we go. We got Benny Heister on the show here in just a just a sec, but Nickelodeon has now played their first NFL games, Kitty. It was wild. There's a lot of virtual slime. I preferred Nickelodeon's thing, CBS. They were doing 8K, like 8K video. It looked like a video game it looked like it looked like madden and i don't think i liked it but the nickelodeon thing was cool we had slime and also nickelodeon's first f-bomb appreciate it all right couldn't help but think about the rabbit hole i accidentally stumbled upon Uh-oh. uh do i want over know? over this whole covid year yeah slime <laughs> Okay, hold on, there, take a second. Are you sure I want to know what this, where this is going? Let me just say, in short, there is an entire kink for Nickelodeon slime being dumped on people. Oh, send me the link? <laughs> Will do. Kitty, tell me all your thoughts on Uggs. Hate them. You don't like Uggs? I grew up very Clown. poor. Grew up very poor. Never um, got to experience the whole Uggs phenomenon. So, naturally, I hate them. Pre-COVID at the mall, I used to go try them on every week. I would never buy them, but I just like that few moments You're of feeling, sick. feeling You're like, sick. A, like a one percenter. The new trend now on TikTok, Kitty, is to take those old Uggs, cut them in half, and make some Ugg slippers, even though Ugg slippers already are a thing. totally exist. Yep. Yep. Recently, all I've seen on my For You page are girls cutting their Ugg boots into slippers. Now, these babies are all kind of jacked up. They're seven years old, but instead of throwing them out, I'm going to cut them up, see if I can reuse them. So now from here, I'm going to cut straight from here all the way up to the top of this seam. I'd probably only wear them in the comfort of my own house, but still, recycle, baby. Send me your old Uggs. <laughs> Email me at kcmorningshow at gmail.com. Gross. Old Town Road, Kitty, now the highest certified song ever. I'm going to take my horse through the Old Town Road. I'm going to ride till I can't no more. I got the horses in the John Legend at number two with All of Me. Who else is on this list? Uh, let's see. Oh, that Daddy Yankee Despacito track. That's number three. Number four, Closer from the Chainsmokers. Yeah. Number five, Bruno Mars, Just the Way You Are. Okay. Nice. Ed Sheeran, Thinking Out Loud at six. 
Eminem at seven. Love the way you lie with Rihanna. Oh wow, that's wow. Been a minute. Justin Bieber with Baby. Yep. Katy Perry with Firework and Drake's God's Plan. Wow. Okay, hold on. And the next one after that, just to show you like the huge gap, is Elton John's Candle in the Wind. Dang. It kind of baffles me to think about one day we're gonna be older. And someone's gonna turn on like Old Town Road and everyone in, is gonna freak out. Old Town Nostalgia. Yeah. And again, it, it's a good song. Like, I jammed the heck out of it, but I don't know what to compare it to. But I'm just thinking about, you know, like my parents will listen to music and sometimes you're just like. Kitty, have you learned nothing in this era that we're living in? Compare nothing to nothing. It's we're ridiculous. just living, We're living in nonsense. You know, we say we're talking into the void, we scream into the void. Kitty, we are living in the void. Yeah. We are the void. Welcome to the void. Come on, Lenny. Pump it in there, baby. Just keep matriculating the ball down the field, boys. The KC Morning Show. Sports. Let's do a sports thing. Sports Illustrated's very own Benny Heisler. Benny, you don't get enough credit, my friend. I would call you a humanitarian. I'd say it because you know what? We had a lot of games this weekend, and it's on you to take all that information, all that knowledge. You digest it. What you're doing, my friend, is a public service. Benny, take it away. <laughs> First of all, the the fact that I can be in the same graces as the great humanitarians of the world for watching nine hours of football on Saturday and then again doing it again on Sunday. Uh, what a gig. <laughs> those, those, those gigs do not come around often, my friend. But yes, no, it, this is this is about truly trying to do what's best for humanity and society yep. by uh, going ahead and, and telling my, my wife and my, my folks who are in town, you know, hey, listen, I, you guys, I, I, I got I to gotta take care of the world. I got to go watch some football. I, I'm going to go and you know, put myself in confinement over in our basement and yep. just zone it. I, I wish that happened. Uh, it did not. You're, you're you're trying to watch a bunch of games and, and try to chase a you know a, a 19, 20 month old around and uh, keep the rest of the of everything in check. But I, I I will say from this slate of games, um, there were there were a few surprises. Notably, the the Sunday night game where the Cleveland Browns the Freaking Browns, the team where they always find a way for something to go wrong. And you know what? I, I know that the Chiefs are, are getting a chance to play Cleveland this upcoming week, and I'm sure we'll talk about that too. But just leading up to this game, I, I think Chiefs fans, and you know, as a Bears fan myself, I feel like we can all share in this emotional space together. <laughs> Take a second to just acknowledge that the team that for years has been pooped on and made fun of and crapped on and just embarrassed themselves from all different types of a level. They're now in the divisional round of the playoffs going up against the best team in the NFL. Like this is something that took a while to be earned and they earned it. And I think a lot of Chiefs fans up until the point where they drafted Patrick Mahomes, probably I'd say go back a little bit further when Andy Reid first joined the team. The concept of just normalcy and respectability was not something that had been talked about for the Chiefs for many years. It had been since the the early 90s where you really saw something that was going to be consistent and good and thought, okay, this is something that you can build off of for a while. I think Cleveland has that. They have a really good running game. I think Baker Mayfield is starting to show himself as a very respectable quarterback. He's not in that upper tier yet, but maybe he gets there with consistency with this team and the talent that surrounds him. The defense is fairly competent. Um, really good player in Miles in Miles Garrett. Like there's there's talent in Cleveland. They're not going away. Pittsburgh might be 
done. They might be washed for a while. You know, Cincinnati's rebuilding. Baltimore, uh, that's another team that I think could be up there with Cleveland for the next handful of years. Like, they got out of football hell. And if the Chiefs can get out of football hell, and maybe one day the Bears will get out of football hell, salute to the Browns for getting themselves out of hell and at least not necessarily getting to heaven yet, but being somewhere in the middle. I think it goes to what you're saying, Benny. I don't know. I feel like to me this was a new a new guard. Like this is the new, and not even the new NFL, this is the present NFL, if that makes any sense. It does because, like, look at a team like Buffalo. Buffalo up until, you know, the Browns got in. Um, I think last year they had broken a, a longstanding playoff drought. You know, so they get in last year, getting up losing early, but then they go and beat the Colts. It was a good Colts team. And that was a Colts team with Phillip Rivers that eventually started to figure themselves out. Really good running game, very balanced. Finished, you know, 11 and 5 on the season and lost by three points on the road against the number two seed, which, if you remember, Hartzell, the Chiefs were the number two seed last year in the playoffs and they got a bye. So that's no longer the case this year when them with the, with the NFL adding an additional team into the mix. Um, you know, you have Seattle who had been in the playoffs consistently all the time. They lose in the first round at home to Jared Goff and his banged up thumb in the LA Rams, you know, uh, Tampa Bay with, with um, Tom Brady taking over. You have the Titans now a consistent part of the mix. You know, the Saints, I, I think it's soon their, their time will be coming because Drew Brees is 41, 42 years old. He's going to be retiring soon. And then, of course, the Cleveland Browns. You're right. There's just a different era that is starting to show up in the NFL, and you're starting to get a sense that, yeah, the, the old guard is, is starting to change. Kareem. We're playing Kareem, talking about the old regime, a familiar name coming back to Arrowhead. Are you excited to see Kareem Hunt taking on the Chiefs? Yeah, I, I think if you're talking about strictly from a football perspective, yeah, it's it's a really interesting matchup. Like, the Browns have the two of the, of the better runners in the NFL in Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. And just while, while we, while we brought up Kareem Hunt hearts, I'm, I'm really glad you brought this up because he went on social media. Uh, I don't remember whether it was Instagram live or Facebook live or whatever it was. I'm guessing it was probably Instagram live because you know, it's Facebook and Kareem Hunt's like 27 years old. So he's probably not on Facebook. Um, <laughs> he went and said like, this is personal. Like this is really personal. And maybe he was just excited in the moment after nobody thought Cleveland would be able to beat Pittsburgh. I get it. And football is a very emotional game. And uh, he has every right to, to celebrate and get excited about it. But if he hadn't directly lied about his own personal responsibilities uh, in a situation where he attacked a woman outside of a hotel room, right? Like, let's yeah. not forget about that. And he, the chief probably would have kept him had he not directly lied to Andy Reid and management about what happened. So the idea that they just sent him loose because they didn't want him anymore isn't true. It was his own fault. It was his responsibility. He even said, you know, the week after I take responsibility for my own actions. So we'll, I'm not sure whether that's really the case anymore. Now that he's got a new home and now he's got a new place and opportunity. So for anybody that's saying, oh, the, the, the Chiefs should have kept Kareem Hunt, they planned on it. They just forced the team's hand to move on from him because of his own actions and for him not being forthright about what actually happened. So, so let, let's go ahead and squash that narrative right now that this isn't Kareem Hunt trying to get his old team back, a revenge game for the team that 
decided they didn't want him anymore. No, this is this was his own doing. And let's make that 100% clear. When he said it's personal, he meant it was it was a personal failure on his part. That's clearly what he meant. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll clean that up for him, Kareem. I'll take care of that for him. Who scares you? Anybody? And maybe it's Cleveland, but who 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 kind of gets you nervous? It's a really good question. I, I mean, I, I would say if I'm really trying to figure out like what these matchups look like, Buffalo has been a really good team, but, but if Lamar Jackson has figured it out and, you know, he got that monkey off of his back, the idea of not having that, that playoff win, which people were, were crushing him for. And he finally got it. And it was against a a good Tennessee team um, that really looked like they were going to be in control in the first half. And he came back and he stunned them. Um, They're going up against the Bills team that has been really good, especially in the second half of the year. But as we saw Hartzell in the first week, a lot of upsets can happen. You had two outright upset winners uh, in the wild card round or the super wild card round. You had two two outright upset winners, and then four out of the six teams uh, underdogs covered the spread. I also think too, don't be surprised if the Browns give the Chiefs a run for their money. That's a team that does exactly what the Chiefs have struggled with this year, and that's stopping the run. Like they're going to run all over Kansas City. Jarvis Landry's had a terrific year. If Baker Mayfield's able to incorporate play action and have some time they're going to hang around in this game because they're going to control time of possession. So for, for any Chiefs fans, I think they're going to the mollywop the Browns. I think it's going to be a closer game than most people expect. The Chiefs, for whatever reason, have just not stopped on the other team's throat when they've been at home this year. Maybe that changes. Maybe the sudden they, they turn the switch in the postseason. So I think the Browns keep it close. I think the Ravens could likely upset the Bills. Um, and then, you know, between the, the two old-ass quarterbacks, between Tom Brady and Drew Brees, <laughs> Uh, you know, Breeze and the Saints have gotten the best out of Tampa Bay both times this year. Does that change? I'm not entirely sure, uh, but it is going to be a very interesting weekend remaining for the NFL postseason. If there's one team that I would say probably scares me, though, of the teams that might be a surprise, I would say it's the Baltimore Ravens. I think they're peaking at the right time. On the Cleveland morning show, on the whatever morning show, when they get asked that question, who scares them? You know what? They say Kansas City. They say the Kansas City Chiefs, and that makes me feel good to know that we strike fear in the eyes of some jabroni in the middle of, I don't know, uh, Indianapolis somewhere. I, I think that's reasonable. Go ahead. Just scare everybody in the Midwest and the West Coast and the East Coast. They're the defending champs and and they are the number one seed and so even though they let teams hang around i I think without question if you ask which team has the best chance and the most talent to win the super bowl it's still kansas city so we'll have to see how they do it against cleveland in the divisional round it should be a fascinating matchup in the early part of the afternoon they just need to make sure that they take them out early use that aerial attack the browns uh, they've given up the most, again, it's a fantasy point, but I think it matters. They've given up the most fantasy points on the road to wide receivers. So if you're Tyreek Hill, if you're Sammy Watkins, if you're Demarcus Robinson, McCole Hardman, take advantage of that matchup. Take advantage. Get it done. Mahomes is a massive upgrade over Ben Roethlisberger. So if you get off to a big lead, they're not going to run the ball, and all of a sudden everything plays into your hand. So a big Fast first start for the Chiefs is going to be the key to the game. Benny Heisler, Sports Illustrated's Benny Heisler. We'll be chatting all week. Playoff football, baby! Yes, sir. Talk to you soon. To the track. No outs to go. The Royals have won the 1985 World Series. The KC Morning Show. Kitty! Kitty, how are you? <sighs> starting to feel real in it. You just keep looking at that clock. I do. You, you understand that the time's not going to go backwards. I right? know. You, I know. You, you got to go to class. Now. I know. And I'm like, again, I had both the teachers already, but one of them, my first class today, 
I actually did really, really well in her course last semester, yeah. but I never had to meet with her because it was all over the internet. I took the intro into national U.S. politics, which let me say... And you nailed it. She nailed it. I did. I got a 50 out of 50 on my final, which is ridiculous because... I kind of hated that class during an election year and during COVID and everything else. Like, what the hell? But now I have to actually get on Zoom with her. And oh, she's going to be actually in the class. She's going to actually be on Zoom. Uh Oh, yeah. And I don't know. I just I feel weird because, again, I did super great in her class, but I turned in all of my assignments like 30 minutes before the the due time we can both agree that it was some troubleshooting in the first semester yeah okay she forgot to post some things you forgot to post some things and here's the thing with that kitty is that she knows that you know that yeah she knows you're from that last semester and she had the one i hope i hope some homework and now she knows that it wasn't homework it was the final (laughs) even more so now she knows that she can't be slipping with you she knows that that, all right everybody else i could probably get one over on but kitty caught me on my bullshit Maybe that's a little bit worse is that she knows I know that you've done slipped up. Oh, that's a good point. You know what I mean? So she's not like not only am I watching her back, she's watching mine. It's going to be a great semester. That's what that means. It's going to be a great semester. Man. Kitty, where can these people find you? In the void. (laughs) She's still hanging out in the void? Yes. She's going to stay there all semester long. Or online at Holy Hearts. I'd be browsing the web. All of it. You can get me at Hartsoul965. Get the show at The Casey Morning Show on Instagram and Facebook. And then at Casey Morning Show on the Twitters. CaseyMorningShow at gmail.com. That's the email. Hit us up. Let's chat. Let us play your audio. Yeah. That's the least we could do for you doing this with us. Let us have Kansas City hear from Kansas City. Tell us what's up. CaseyMorningShow at gmail.com. Kitty, you got to go to class, girl. That's all I got. My name's Hart, so that's Kitty. A great day to be in Kansas City, and yeah? Yeah. 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 There she is. Let's get this semester. Let's get this friend. Morning show.